AI, it really means artificial intelligence, and it refers to the development of computer systems that can perform tasks that normally require human intelligence, such as learning and problem solving, decision making, and natural language processing. So basically, how I like to view AI, the difference between AI and regular technology is that it can learn and think. Hold your station, this education is relevant. The motivation through conversation is evident. We're talking spiritual body, mind, development. This is the manhood experiment. Before we continue, we need your help. We'd like to reach more like-minded people just like you and share our knowledge on personal growth, health, and success. So can you do us a favor and in your podcast app, hit the subscribe button and give us a five-star review and leave us an encouraging comment. Do it right now while you listen to this episode. That will help us know you're listening and that you care and that little action will help us reach more folks. Now back to our show. All right, welcome to the Manhood Experiment. And this podcast, we're going to cover AI. It's a hot topic, and we're going to discuss pros and cons, what people are saying, and where we think it's going. Now, here's why I think this is an important topic and important to you. You're probably using AI and you don't know it. And what's going to happen soon, it can seriously disrupt the way we live, the way we work, in good and bad ways in the near future. So in fact, Congress is looking at AI right now and assessing its risk. That's how important it is. So this is a hot topic and I think it's worth the time. So stay tuned. But first, let's do a quick check-in. Dreams is out today, but we have Jay Dragon. How are you doing, man? What's up? What's up? Good to be here. Excited to talk about this topic. Life is good. I'm in a fun stage of, of fatherhood. Just watched Creed 3 for the first time. I was excited nice. to talk. How I know you it? being a big Rocky fan. Oh, I, I figured you would have already seen it by now. I have not. Which is, it's funny. And now that Stallone is is no longer a picture, I think they had a little bit of a falling out. Mm-hmm. Based on the action of it, even if the story is very predictable, it, you know, it's still got the, the action and the glitz and glamour to nice. to be worth it. And you know, it still pumps you up, but... And you got to respect those guys for that physique they have designed for that movie. It's insane. Is that AI? You know, it's like, yeah, it is incredible. (laughs) It's funny you say that because I was Googling. I remember when I was really busy in my training career from the first Creed, I remember I had multiple clients come to me and they said, what is Michael B. Jordan's workout routine? And I I looked it up on men's Mm -hmm. health and it says he's eating this much and doing this and that. And it's like, can you make me look like that? Brown rice and chicken. Yeah. (laughs) And it's like, I, and I did all the homework and I was like, yeah, I mean, genetics are a little bit of a factor here. He's got a trainer and a lot more is on the line. But even this one, he, he took it to another level and it's like both of those guys just got an insane shape for that. Yeah. And you can tell they did a lot of real boxing training and, no, they did it. They did a good job with it. Nice. I look forward to that. Yeah, what's good with you? How's everything? Good with me. These days, I've been uh, working on a small project. I've been restoring some old 8mm footage from my dad. He had it in his attic and I got it. And the beauty about it is just like watching life before your existence because yeah. that footage was in the 70s and 60s and just watching that. And it's surreal. 
And I actually am going to use AI to help the restoration of it as well, where it can add back missing frames and color correct. Well, color correct is still a manual process, but help with a lot of the image enhancing again. So I'm excited. If you ever saw Peter Jackson's work, some of the Beatles stuff he did, they had, they're using advanced tools, but Hopefully, that will become more accessible to us. But the technology is there. The AI technology is there to clean stuff up. I saw some of it that you posted. And I feel Mm -hmm. like that's so special to be able to witness that, you know, being that it's when your parents were younger than you are now. And just seeing that, I think it just helps you look at your parents in a whole new perspective. Like they were... Yeah, they were going through adolescence and yeah. the curiosity of life, and for yeah. them to be able to capture those moments, I think is so special. It's amazing. My dad was a cinematographer, a film yeah. guy, so he just knew how to. He had his own camera and got some beautiful shots there. So that's yeah. cool. That's yeah, cool. Yeah. Well, shoot, you know, I'm excited to talk to you about this because yeah, I remember early on, right, as Chat GPT was starting to make its rounds and getting a lot of attention on Twitter and, and mm-hmm. all kinds of networks you had said that you were immediately doing a workshop with it and really learning how to put it into use and be tactical with it. And now Mm -hmm. it's, it's blown up since then. I still find it surprising that there are a lot of people that are not familiar with the idea of AI or how it's used. Mm -hmm. I think me personally speaking thought, Oh, artificial intelligence, this is way down in the future. It's going to be like robotics and so on. And I think today you're going to cover and we'll get to talk about just the real practical uses that it's happening in everyday life and it has been Mm -hmm. and how it's becoming a a much bigger part of that. Yeah. So let's start with the question, what is AI? AI, it really means artificial intelligence and it refers to the development of computer systems that can perform tasks that normally require human intelligence, such as learning and problem solving, decision-making, and natural language processing. So basically, how I like to view AI, the difference between AI and regular technology is that it can learn and think. And as you mentioned, ChatGPT recently blew up. And that is a large language model created by OpenAI that have been trained on a massive amount of text data from the internet and other sources, which have kind of allowed it to generate uh, human-like responses for a wide range of questions and prompts. So the difference between that and Google is that it is learning as you type, it's learning what you're giving it, and it's pulling information and it's thinking and it's making decisions and giving you back information. A regular Google prompt search engine doesn't really give you that depth, but Google is now going into the AI as well too. And there's part of AI built into the Google search engines, but this chat GBT, how good it is, it's like talking to a human being. And I recently went to an AI summit and they talked about AI and how to use it. And a couple areas that they looked at was generating content online to generate images of people that don't exist. There's this AI platform called Midjourney and it's linked to Discord and you can ask it to create a model, a human being that does not exist, to create an image of a human being that does not exist. And the quality you get with the version five of it 
it's like it's like a real person. It's incredible. So you can have gone a days of modeling where someone is holding up your product. You can have an AI generated image of someone holding up your physical product. You know, it's crazy what they're doing. And a couple of things I learned as well is how it's writing code and developing software. It's making business decisions. It's editing videos, writing emails, handling customer service. There's tools how you can distribute content write content, create, as we mentioned, designs and do research and so much more. There's so much to it. Yeah, I want to give like context because yeah. I've had some conversations with some people that just don't get like, well, how is it going to replace people's jobs? Mm-hmm. And I don't know, maybe we're going to get into this a little bit more, but like just to grab your attention, think of the idea of writer's block or the amount of work that it comes up to come with a tagline or a title of something or you're writing a course or something in a book or mm-hmm copy for a YouTube video or a post, whatever it is, like those are just minor things that it can give you an idea that you can go in and edit it, use whatever you see. But it's able to, based on how you prompt it, Mm -hmm. is able to spit out like the perspective of a professional. Like it could give you a training program based on a trainer, maybe someone that specializes in football training, Mm -hmm. like medical advice that it can give you. Yeah. It's been shown it just passed some different like very high level exams. I think a very high level law exam that it passed with flying colors. Yeah. Like, so that's the idea that it's more than whereas Google, there's a skill set to be able to prompt Google. Yes. And this is why I think people are like, well, how is it different than Google? Well, like I think some people are better of how they ask a question on Google, but Google is going to give you its favored based on how you ask. It's going to give you these jumbled answers and ideas. And you kind of have to put that together based on taking these patterns. That's where AI is really dangerous and valuable Mm -hmm. is that it puts together complete ideas based on how you prompt it. Yeah. And we're going to look at the pros and cons and uh, it's kind of scary, but, uh, you know, we'll... we'll, uh... Yeah. And so when we talk about pros and cons and then Mm -hmm. how you could put it into use to make your life easier. And I think that's a big nugget that I want to drop on listeners is, Mm -hmm. well, wait a second, like how could this make my life easier right away, whether it's right. from organizing ideas and data that you have yeah. to sparking some creativity from a learning lesson or mm-hmm. it's something to help you with work or sales. Yeah. I promise there's multiple ways that you'll be able to put this and utilize right away yeah. to enhance your life. And we'll get into some of the specifics. Let's look at the pros high level. And this is not only chat GPT, but AI in itself. And then we could get into specifics of where it can apply to your life. So I'm just reading off here. Some of the pros are increased efficiency. That's number one. AI can automate tasks that would otherwise require human labor, resulting in faster and more efficient processes. Number two is improved accuracy. AI systems can analyze and recognize data and patterns more accurately and quickly than humans and reduce the risk of errors. As we mentioned, number three, AI decision-making. AI can provide insights, recommendations based on analysis for personalization. In fact, if you look at Netflix and those like your Amazon searches, it uses your Amazon website. When you log in, it can help personalize experiences for individual users and make personal recommendations such as movies, music, products, etc. Improve safety. That is an advantage there. Advance in healthcare. AI can be used to diagnose diseases, develop new treatments, analyze medical data for more efficiency. And cost savings. AI can reduce the cost by automating processes 
and increase in efficiency. Now, that's just the general high level. Jay, you mentioned copywriting. What I've seen people <laughs> are using this for is to create, like, example, writing emails, creating legal documents, and also to do some accounting work that you can ask it to guide you in some accounting tasks and stuff that you don't understand. Yeah, it can help give you guidelines. So anyways, but how are you using it currently in your life? Yeah, I think the biggest idea that I see or value mm-hmm. immediately is, you know, from publishing a book and writing content, yeah. you can get you past writer's block. You can create patterns if you're looking for content. So basically saying like, or let's say you're writing a song and you want to come mm-hmm. up with a rhyme. Like we're yeah. talking in the amount of like 15, 20 seconds, yeah. you could write like two full verses to a song that rhyme and you could say like, do it in the style of yeah of J. Cole or do it in the style of Taylor Swift. Did you see that guy who did the Eminem thing? I did not, no. Oh, he, he actually said, wrote a song like Eminem and created an AI voice to mimic Eminem. Yeah. And then he played it for a crowd and it sounded just like Eminem was performing it. But it was AI that did that. It's crazy. Yeah. And I've heard people do that with, well, you could do it like a sales ad uh-huh. in the voice of Kanye West or whatever. And so it's like, are people yeah. eventually, are all those things going to be protected and mm-hmm. trademarked? Because now it's like, you just have to think like the future of entertainment is going to be enhanced in such a different way. And it's happening so quickly. But I think that, For instance, my wife is creating a course on taking her experience as a travel nurse, Mm -hmm. and she's using a website called Kajabi where you can host courses Mm -hmm. and able to create different copy and ideas to help you move a lot faster for teaching like lessons and modules. And so something that could normally take you days for planning, correct? you could get past like writer's block and at least create a lot of momentum right away. So I don't think it's not doing the work for you, mm-hmm. but it's taking the creative side that can be very, very demanding yeah. and provide you some ideas. So those are just a couple levels mm-hmm. from a creativity standpoint, but marketing is really big. So let's yeah. say you have a company and you need some copy to run some ads or your website or a landing page. It can auto create all this based on whatever you're taking it, or you could provide it with like three paragraphs and say, condense this into three sentences. Mm-hmm. And it will take the important information. And if you don't like it, say, do it again in this tone. And I think that is just a few ideas of you guys can probably start to grasp how creative this is. Yeah. Also, where it can create artwork. And so people thought that uh, the first people would get disrupted from this is people in the blue collar, the service industry would get disrupted and replaced. But right now, AI is making headway into the people who do creative work, artists, writers, and coders. And not that it wouldn't displace blue collar as well, but it seems to be making a lot of headway in places that we didn't think was possible. Yeah. Yeah. Here's something to think about too. And I I mean, this is a quote that you can ponder, but Mm -hmm. I think there was this fear that, oh, AI is going to come and eventually just replace all of our jobs and then humans are going to be pets. Right. like AI (laughs) figures. And I don't think it's that extreme yet, Mm -hmm. but I think that it could be mismanaged. Mm -hmm. Where this really is going to make the biggest disruption, I think, is the people that do not embrace using it are going to be behind really fast. It's like when you had a business and in the last five, six, seven years, if you don't have a presence online, like let's say you have any sort of business, almost any sorts, if you don't have 
a website or some sort of presence online, mm -hmm. it's almost like you're obsolete. And I think that you're just going to find you can get more work done with less people right. from data analyzing and being able to be more efficient. Yeah. And so that's my point is it's not going to necessarily replace people's jobs, but like if you don't use this with what you're doing, you're going to be behind and there's going to be a skill set in how to prompt it and how to utilize it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Before you go ahead, if you guys want a list of tools that I've gathered over the last couple weeks, just go on the website, Manhood Experiment, and there's a submit form, a question form. Just say you're interested or just find us on Instagram at Manhood Experiment and drop us a message. Just put an AI in the message and we'll gather tools and we'll release it. But there's some pretty cool software out there. Again, similar to what Jay is talking about, writing, copywriting. Mm. It's almost like any creative task you think of, there's an AI that can plug in. So Yeah, and the amount, the speed that it's able to do yeah. it, you could reference studies. You could say, give me three study-based ideas of the importance of fill in the blank. Yeah, here's something creative I did. I took uh, the macros that you gave me mm -hmm. and I asked AI to come to come up with a meal plan. Wow. And it had something I didn't like, like yogurt or something. So it created a list of breakfast, lunch, dinner, and some things in between to hit those macros. Wow. And then I said, give me the exact recipes for these. And it created that. And then I said, well, I don't like yogurt in there. So can you redo all of this without yogurt and replace it with something else? Replace it. I can't remember with what. And it did that. So that's... Wow. Yeah, so. And then you say... I don't know if you did this. Did you say, well, give me a shopping list? Oh, yeah, that was, yeah, yeah, that was my last prompt. It's like, make me a shopping list from this. And it'll spit out a shopping list. I literally printed it out. I still have it. I forgot to tell you about that. But I took wow. your macros. I was like, instead of going in, and everyone knows that Jay is a health expert and he has a huge book on recipes and stuff. But instead of doing that, I just took the macros and say, give me a meal plan based on this. And oh, it, wow, this that's cool. spit out an amazing. And I give it the criteria, gluten-free, dairy-free. And there was, sometimes it doesn't give you the exact opposite because although I said dairy-free, it still gave me that yogurt, right? But then I was able to refine it. So, and it's apologized. I said, I wanted dairy-free and you still gave me this. The AI told me, sorry, I apologize. Let me redo it for you. So it's uh, crazy. <laughs> Man, that's cool. How's practical that is for your help now, you know? Yeah, so. there's no more excuses. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Now the next thing is going to be, there's going to be someone that goes shopping for you, get that, right. and they actually cook all the stuff for you. Right, you exactly. Hey, listeners, this is Big Dreams. And I just wanted to take a moment to thank you all for listening to today's episode of The Manhood Experiment. Please follow us on TikTok and Instagram at Manhood Experiment. There, you'll find the latest giveaways and some very funny behind-the-scenes moments. Now, back to the show. So let's talk a little bit about the cons. And I think when you look at the benefits of something, it's always good to look at what are potential drawbacks. And we spoke about this. The big thing that everyone is fearful about is displacement, job displacement. They say AI can automate many jobs. For example, you go to the mechanic, your car will be analyzed. And this is not right now, but think about it in the future. Your car could be diagnosed by AI. It's robotics that will take over it for fixing your car. 
know exactly how to fix it. Or even like Amazon or Walmart, they're going, especially Walmart, they recently announced that one of their stores are fully automated. They're going automation. Amazon is also testing these things out as well too, where imagine you don't need people stocking warehouses and stuff. You know, Amazon, a lot of Amazon right now is computerized, but AI is definitely infiltrating. So AI can automate many jobs, which would lead to job loss. And some of the biggest places right now are software coders, artists, writers, people uh, that are, you know, not necessarily working in stores right now, but it's coming soon, you know? So another thing is bias. Number two is bias. AI algorithms may be biased if they are trained on biased data, which can lead to discrimination and perpetuate social inequalities. Now, privacy concerns, that has always been a big thing with technology. This is number three, privacy concerns. AI collects and analyzes vast amount of data, which can raise concerns about privacy and data security. There's four is lack of transparency. It's difficult to understand how it makes decisions. Uh, five is dependence. Think about, you know, feature generations, over-reliance on AI systems that can lead to lack of human judgment and decision-making abilities. Mm-hmm. So imagine moving human beings from situations and just leaving it to AI. That seems like a recipe for disaster. Regulation, Congress, as we mentioned, is looking into this, but the rapid pace of AI is, it it could lead to potential misuse or it's already leading to misuse because there is a fake content that's being created online. Deep fake where you can have videos of people saying things. Yeah. Like, and this could be in politics. Yeah. You could create... I mean, all kinds of very controversial mm-hmm. material if somebody, if you could quote somebody saying something, all that yeah. stuff. That's going to be a whole new censorship, I think, or how we're going to have to mm-hmm. view things with the lens of like, well, is this actually real information? It's going to have to be associated. Like, yeah, there's going to probably be ways to verify if this is real human or. Yeah. You know, recently there was a deep fake of Joe Biden declaring World War Three. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Now, that is such misuse of technology. Mm -hmm. But I think one of the biggest areas that people are, I've seen it once or twice, but people don't realize that the younger generation, people that in schools are using this. It's almost like, remember when you learn to do mathematics and then you got a calculator and then Mm -hmm. you're like, oh, I don't have to do as much brain processing to figure out this. AI is becoming like that where it does research, it creates answers for you, it does learning. And here's the thing, teachers wouldn't be able to detect AI that you just wrote an essay or whatever, you did solve these match problems using AI. It's because there are tools that are coming out to prevent detection of AI, that AI was used as well. So there's AI tools that are helping you do schoolwork and helping learn. And Oh yeah, and let's just have some fun with that. Yeah. Like you basically have kids that... Yeah. And they've been using this for, when I say kids, it's going to be middle school, high school, yeah. that have been utilizing this for more than this last year yeah. to help with exams, write right. essays and all that. And, and how schools are taking action immediately mm-hmm. was they're wanting to see more things go back to writing things out in pencil yeah. and viewing people doing that. Yeah. So immediately in my mind thinks, well, how can I use this in my favors just to help you understand the idea better? So I think you could learn something faster if you ask for an explanation of a concept and multiple ideas Mm -hmm. that's going to allow you i think to conceptualize things a little bit better yeah so that's just like one way that i would wrap my head around something to be able to utilize that yeah 
but you're right. I think if people lean on this as a crutch, just like a calculator, yeah. which frees up your mind to mm-hmm. be able to do more. Mm-hmm. But then are we going to lack that experience and judgment? Yeah. Well, imagine a child's brain is still learning and it still needs to go through that process of doing actual mathematics, doing actual learning and researching and, and writing and all that. And if that is undeveloped, that is a huge issue there. Yeah. So let's look at what other people are saying and then wrap up with where we think this is going. So when you look at the Microsoft CEO, Satya Nadella, he said that human beings must be unambiguously and unquestionably in charge of powerful AI models to prevent them from going out of control. Elon Musk, he co-founded the chat GPT maker OpenAI before leaving the company. And he said in a conference that AI is one of the biggest risks of the future of civilization. Yeah, and to catch you up on current news, yeah. him and a group of very influential leaders, mm-hmm. like billionaires of Microsoft and some of these big companies, are actually creating a petition right now to stop everything immediately. Mm-hmm. And as far as it goes, development with all AI. And I think yeah. that you got to think that that's like the shots have been fired. And I think that goes beyond ego because I can initially say, well, oh, maybe Musk is offended that he didn't get to be a bigger part of all of this as it is mm-hmm. because they've been using levels of AI with, with Tesla and all that. Right. But now there's enough people that it goes beyond ego that these guys are really like saying, okay, let's put the brakes on where we're going with this because it could get out of control yeah. really quick as people take different versions of the AI systems that are out there right now mm-hmm. and they just start automating things. And when these systems can start to think for themselves, that's when there could be a lot of bad decisions made. And that's yeah. just to give you like a real zoomed out view of some some concerns yeah. with these big thought leaders. Exactly. Tim Cook, he says, AI, it's a major focus at Apple and it's incredible in terms of how it's going to enrich customers' lives. So he has a positive look at that. Billionaire Charlie Munger says artificial intelligence is very important, but there's also a lot of crazy hype on a subject, which is true. Charlie Munger also said AI is not going to cure cancer. It's not going to do everything we want it done. And there's a lot of nonsense in it too. He regards it as mixed blessings. I don't know. It could probably cure cancer. <laughs> we don't know. You know? Yeah, I think that And I feel comfortable saying it. I've probably heard other people say it a Mm -hmm. bunch too. But I mean, it's going to disrupt the world as much as like the internet era did. So let's talk about this. Yeah. Before we wrap up, where do you think it's going? So if you think about what the internet did, and I easily can grasp that because I grew up, you know, I was an 80s baby, 90s kid. Right. Who the internet was not around, at least as far as I knew. Maybe maybe (laughs) in some secret workshops or whatnot. But Think about what the internet did. It allowed you to connect with people so much faster, access information so much faster. Well, now we've taken another step out. We'll be able to automate things that take time. And I think that we'll be able to remove a lot of the thinking out of things. So I see it helping a lot of people. But it's like if you zoom out further, it's like, well, shoot, eventually if life becomes this easy for us, we're going to live this life of lack of challenges because we can figure out everything and i think that there's going to be a movement of people that reject it Mm -hmm. and go back to old cars and flip phones and and avoiding it as much as possible and i think living in like a society that really rejects that Mm -hmm. because 
you know, kind of joking around and humans will just be pets to some smarter AI source that's just going to get smarter and smarter than people. That's like on a very extreme end. But I think, and call me crazy, but like, look what Musk is doing with his company Neuralink. I think that people literally are going to have chips that are inserted in a portion of their brain that yeah. is going to allow them to recall information faster. And I hope to see the positive, like that it could do a lot mm-hmm. in the healthcare business and be able to solve different diseases and issues. But I see it initially yeah. just enhancing everything we do to make it so much more efficient. And it's a part of a lot of our lives. We can yeah. think of a handful of ways that it's used in a regular basis, like your backup camera and your car. And, yeah. and there's so many daily tasks yeah. that everything is going to have that filter, I think, that you're looking through. Right. I agree with a lot, if not everything that you see there. I think there's a con is that it, well, I spoke about the education system and the job displacement, but anything that comes in, like when computers came in and it started to revolutionize in the workplace, not only at workplace, at home, anywhere we look, there was computers coming on stream, internet as well. That had its cons and everyone thought that people would be displaced, etc. but we adapted. And I think human beings are going to adapt to new technology regardless. I do think just like the internet, there's really bad, could be used for, but there's really good and major breakthroughs that we'll have. But the bottom line is, I don't think, we just don't know and we just have to wait and see. But I think also while we wait and see, we should ride the wave and try to use it in our lives and not get left behind. So that's my take on that. Yeah, I initially was a little uh, suspicious of the whole chat GPT app. Like I didn't want to download it. I was mm-hmm. like, I'll just use the link because what if it's just pulling all my information? And I think yeah. there's those fears with all of that. I think people will naturally have. Mm-hmm. But I do think that it's worth experimenting with seeing how it can benefit your life. Right. And I don't know if it's worth buying into the hype and creating a lot of fear. I think there are a lot of people creating fear around all of it. Mm-hmm. And don't rely too heavily on it. I think that we have to be able to double down on creative thinking and context to situations and using our own human judgment. Yeah. And there's always going to be a need, I feel like, for human judgment, for context of a situation. And the, that behavioral and creative thinking that it will not be able to do everything for us yeah and how much fun would life be if there were not some of these basic types of challenges so i think that's my thought process is embrace it if it can help you out a bit and you're going to see it more in the world but people are going to start to second guess like oh wow did you come up with that idea or was that automated for you Mm -hmm. you know yeah i think that's funny yeah And well, that's a wrap. I want to leave you guys with an experiment. This one is a simple one. And if you haven't done it yet, go install ChatGPT. The link will be in the show notes. Go install it and try to, I want to say, try to pull some research. Any question you have, type it in. And the good thing with ChatGPT is that it remembers what you just prompted, what you just asked it. So you can ask it, again, the example, make a meal plan for me that has this and this in it. It will generate that. Now you could follow up and say, okay, based on this, write the grocery list. So try to use it. Think about, be creative. Try to figure out something that could use it for in your everyday life that will make your life a little easier. 
whether it's health, whether it's giving you advice, whether it's research, whether it's writing an email, some legal stuff. But also when you do stuff like that, you always want to double check, do your research outside. Don't just take it for granted. That's giving you accurate information. So that's the experiment. Go try it out. And yeah, let us know. There you have it. Yep. And let it spark some curiosity, as we always say. Maybe this is an idea to, to provoke some new thought. You don't even have to install it. You can just Google yeah. chat GPT or AI, sign in with a Google name. Yeah. And if you don't know, now you know. So go have some fun with it. Thank you for tuning in. And this is the Manhood Experiment. Boom. Later, guys. Hey, what's up? This is Big Dreams. Thank you for checking out today's episode of the Manhood Experiment. If you like today's episode, please subscribe and give us five stars. Not only does your feedback matter, but it helps us to connect with others just like you that find value in our weekly episodes. So subscribe, share, and speak with your friends and family about today's episode. And most importantly, take care of yourself, keep growing, and join us again on the next episode of The Manhood Experiment.